Worthy-ish? A little. Maybe. Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, everyone. Welcome to Worthy-ish. We are your hostesses, Jess, Maria, and Joyce. Vision. 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 Welcome to Worthy-ish. Okay. Um, Vision, it means uh, the faculty of the state of being able to see. And then second um, definition is the ability to think about or plan the future with imagination or wisdom. And then biblical vision (laughs) is an encounter with God where he imparts special revelation, often intuitively in dreams or in dark sayings numbers 12 6 we do have some questions we kind of want to chat about in the time we have together today okay so the first question is how is knowing your worth affected your ambitions so i wanted to tackle this one just because recently i have been um not dealing with that but something that i've just been thinking about and how my worth is in the past two years. It's just been like constantly being molded and distorted and twisted upside down with like specifically with um, work or career. So knowing my worth in Jesus really has allowed me to try new things. Like the previous year I did my um, like a boot camp with UX design, which I would have never thought to do if my vision was constantly changing. So I think that really did help me to also allow God to use me in different ways and continue honing on my skills instead of just being stuck in, oh, I have to be a merchandiser or a fashion designer or a content creator, but molding me into the, the thing that he wants me to do. So it's really helped me to try new things and know that although no matter how hard I try, I'll still fail and that, (laughs) no, I'm serious. I'll still fail, but it's like, it's fine because God is worthy and he's more valuable and he's enough than even me trying very hard at trying to do all these things perfectly or imperfectly. Um, I would say personally, knowing my worth has made me more ambitious. Um, In the sense that with knowing what God calls me or who he calls me to be, it allows me to, one, be more comfortable in what I do, and two, know that it's not by my own strength that those things will come to pass, and really by his grace. Um, I always think about my life thus far has... has definitely been a work of grace by God. <laughs> like, I would say that none of the things that I have accomplished have been just on my own. God has placed the people. He has placed the connection. He has placed the knowledge, the resources. And it's definitely not what I expected because I honestly didn't have no expectations. For me, just getting to 18 was the, the dream. Like, <laughs> just like getting to that age and I was like, oh, yeah. And then... After that, it was like, oh, what's next? What is this? So um, knowing my worth in Christ has helped me to be more ambitious, to be more confident when I walk into a room, be more comfortable in myself 
knowing that I don't have to know all the answers. I can say at the moment, I don't have an answer for that, you know, but I'll definitely think about it and I'll get back to you and not feel like I need to be the one to have everything figured out. But knowing that God is the one. Um, are you planning your future? So I put yes and no. Yeah, that's okay. Yes, I'm planning like, you know, things that I can control. Like if I have, you know, I get a paycheck, I can control like where my money goes and things like that. But like other things like, I don't know, like where I'll, I can, can kind of control where I live. Yeah. But like, uh, I don't know, I guess like planning my future, I just kind of stopped doing that as much just because I am open to what God has in store for me. And I know what he has is like the best. So I just, I guess I've been having more of an open heart because I was the biggest planner to the T. It was like, and it was stressful, like trying to plan everything to the T. But now I'm kind of open to what's going to happen. And I know there's going to be bad and good times. So I think living life, I'm not that old, but like I know there's going to be bad things and preparing myself and prayer and just planning I guess that's my planning, being in, like, I guess being with Jesus and being in my prayer life and reading my Bible, that's like continuously in my plans because then I prepare myself to what's coming up for maybe the small plans that I have or even if it's a big plan that's like so random mm -hmm. that I don't make up, but being, <laughs> but being open to that. So that's pretty much my response for that. What about you, Jess? And kind of like piggybacking off of that, I think for me, and I honestly am planning my future just because I haven't really always had a future to look forward to. Just because I think I shared in a previous episode that I had struggled with um, like attempting suicide, right? So vision hasn't always, it's, it's something that's fairly new to me. Um, incorporating God in that vision personally is kind of something that's also very new to me. So I am actively planning my future, but still learning how to not just like rely on my own strength, but relying on the strength that has sustained me, the strength that has kept me on this earth, which for me personally is God. Um, but I have noticed that there have been times when I've kind of tried to like pick up the pen myself and write my own story. Mm -hmm. And every time I have to get like literally pushed back and things get erased and I'm like, oh, wait, so I'm really not in as control as I thought I was. And that pushback, it hurts. It like literally knocks me on my ass. Um, it might make me sad, but even just like hearing the, the words from y'all from the previous question, making me realize like it's m most important. And what is most important is just finding strength in God and finding a foundation in Him, despite what the future may hold or may bring. So yeah, I am. I am planning my future, but but trying to let God do more of the work these days? Um, I would say yes, uh, but not laying out what I would like to do. I'm planning my future in the sense I am working on becoming the woman that God would have me be more than the actual, like, oh, I would like to have a house by this time. I would like to, you know, get a new car. I'm like, I want to fix my credit score. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to do that. But um, aside from that, the only other planning that I have is really just vision based. What kind of woman I would like to be? What kind of woman has God called me to be? And 
are my actions today reflecting that? And are my actions today something that those who are around me would like to emulate? You know, old or young, would I like to receive the same treatment from them? And that's pretty much the, I would say the planning that I've been doing, <laughs> just character-wise, more than anything. Yeah. Jessica. <laughs> yeah. Give it to me. Choice. <laughs> Are you where you planned on being last year? Um, yes and no. I, I did plan on hopefully becoming an Orange Theory coach, like career-wise. Um, so I am, thank God, uh, by the grace of God. Um, I, I think I'm, I'm excited to see what God will do, and I, I'm thankful for what he has done. Yeah, and honestly, um, I am where I planned on being now. Thinking back, like, last year, my birthday... It's in like a week. Yeah, eight. Yeah, I don't know how to do math. <laughs> Everyone knows this. It's the twenty fifth, right? Yeah, so nine days. Ooh, look at that math. <laughs> um, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> um, but I hoped to be somewhere different. In ways, I feel like I am. In ways, I feel like I'm not. And I hope now, if I can look back on my twenty fifth birthday come next year, I will have a little bit more peace with where I'm at. So I am, but I'm not at the same time. I think I did too much self-planning last year, which is okay, too. As long as you're, like, relearning and willing to have the heart of being, like, redirected and being yeah. like, you know, God, maybe we should slow down a little bit. <laughs> and it's kind of like what had happened was, is, like, I, I always do this thing, and I'm starting to see a pattern. It's like, I plan all of these things and I, I'm like oh if I can just do this if I can just do that if I can put all my worth and all my hope in becoming an orange theory coach because I know it'll give me this it'll give me that if I can just start school if I can just get my certification and then when all of those things happen and I'm just like again knocked on my ass and I'm just like oh well is my worth is my vision is my ambition really defined in material things or am I often just going to keep coming up short until I firmly place my hope in who I love the most, which is God, mm -hmm. which is something that's not shaky, like mm -hmm. like a, a job or money or a degree or a certification, you know, but that's okay. <laughs> Have you found that like when those things do happen, you get knocked back, do you feel like your worth also gets shaken, like your foundation? Um, I think it gets sharpened. Like I, I think I'm forced to like, uh, have a reality check where I'm like oh wait for a season I was putting my worth in the A's the GPA you know mm -hmm. but I know in my heart my desire is to put my worth in this this and that you know so maybe I, this isn't isn't necessarily a failure but it's just like a restart you know mm -hmm. it's a little tiny moment to be like hey don't forget like God isn't something on the back burner for you you know, and how it applies to me. Like, it's not something I want on the back burner, but it's something that has happened because I've been trying to take the reins, like, too much. Mm -hmm. So, hey, let's check in, let's stop. Even though these things didn't work out or you're not feeling the way you wanted to, mm -hmm. it's okay. Like, let's just reset, you know? So, I guess we can lead into, like, the next question. What have you learned about vision in your personal journey? Um, I guess for me, I've learned to... 
be open to what God's vision is for me. Because I know we keep talking about planning, but I I like even had a plan. Okay, God, I'm going to live in this house. My kitchen's going to look like this. Cabin house. Yeah, so it's like even now, I'm like, wow. I need to stop romanticizing and like constantly making like a fantasy dream, which is okay at times and we can dream, but like, it's like, I don't have control of those things. And it was really starting to like, make me be like, God, did you forget about me? Because like the vision, I was like, God, this is it. Why are you following my steps? Like, you know, I'm going to graduate from this school. I'm going to get this job. Then this is going to happen. None of it happened. The world shut down. Everything was a huge mess. So um, what I learned is really to be open to God's vision and just constantly adjusting, knowing that everything's going to fall in, not fall into place, but if I'm doing my job and then him being the author, because I do not want to be the author. I tried. I'm not a very good writer. So. <laughs> and then also knowing that the desires of my heart is, it's constantly changing and it wants to be like God's vision. So, or his desire. So I think that has let me be more patient and just go with what he says instead of like trying to constantly change this vision. Okay. This is the vision. And now he's like, go over here. I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't think about that. That's a good thing. I did not write that because I wouldn't write it. So <laughs> that's my thing. And then the next question is, what do you aspire to be? I think for me, I aspire to be, and I like even I had traveled last week and I had to think about um, like a school assignment and, and representing something, right? I was representing an NGO, a non-government organization at Model UN. Um, shout out Model UN people if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was thinking, I was like, you know, when people meet me for the first time, what do I want them to see? And if like, and kind of going back to my previous answer, when I get like knocked on my ass and I'm forced to re reassess. Watch that word, Jessica. Why? The ASS. That's okay. That's just what I say. That's just what I say. That's me, you know? <laughs> and that's what you're going to get. Um, the Holy Spirit still working on that word. Um, but yeah. But any, like what I was thinking, what I aspire to be is just like um, someone who knows, like people can see as someone who's not perfect. I'm not trying to act like I'm better than anyone. I'm not trying to sit on my high horse or tell anyone that I'm something that I'm not. Mm -hmm. But Above all else, whether people know Christ or don't, I'm not the type of person to shove it down their throat or like make them feel like they can't be who they are, but someone who can come as they are and be who they are, whether they believe in God or they don't. And that's kind of like the same aspiration that I have for even being a part of something as amazing as this, like this podcast, being someone who can, what I aspire to be is being someone who's real, who's authentic, who's trying my best to reflect the love of God because that's the only thing that's kept me here and who's showing that to others so that when they come to Christ, if they do, they can say, oh, they can like tie back who I am to the attributes like of Christ, you know, mm -hmm. and, and not saying that I will ever be like him because we're not called to be perfect like he was, right? But I'm just trying and that has to be good enough for anyone. And if it's not, then I'm sorry. 
You know, that's who I aspire to be above a certification, above a degree, Mm -hmm. above a bank account. You know, that's that's what I want my name to be. And that's I feel like what it is becoming. Was that a hard answer? That was a hard answer. I'm not really? gonna lie. Which is okay. It leads into our last question, which is what part does this world play on your ambitions? I I think back to when my life kind of started turning more upside down. Around when I was seventeen, like a couple years back, you know? Almost ten years right now. No. You're still twenty four. Why you gotta tell my age? <laughs> oh my God, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That was ten years for me. Ten years ago for me. Um, I think that when I think about this world, it my ambitions become more and more like sharpened. Aside from like knowing like my worth in Christ and like this is what. God calls me to do based on the gifts that he has given me. Um, When I think about this world, it helps me a lot because um, just last year, not last year, last week I went to church and the pastor came up to me. I treat him like he's my grandpa. Because he like, he'll give me a call if I'm in service. He'll be like, are you oh, okay? Yeah, yeah he's like, are you okay? Um, you yeah, know, just miss you, haven't seen you. And he told me, he's like, you're bearing your gifts. I was like, okay, Jesus, like, you don't need to confront me like, bam. Like, we already talked about this at home. Wow. <laughs> I don't need you to come to this. Like, in the church parking lot, and like, God is still like speaking. And I'm like, Lord. <laughs> literally god like it's like god using like a donkey in the bible yeah. you know so what do you say you refers to that donkey as an ass <laughs> oh yeah that is she's trying to get her past <laughs> <laughs> and um i it makes me all the more certain on what i have to do because i think about this bible verse and Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2 and it says some prophet he's waiting for a revelation from God and God tells him write the vision down make it plain so that the runner like may like so that someone may run with it in the sense that and I looked into what that verse really means because I heard it so many times and it says that God said write the vision down make it plain so that whenever that person is running with the tablets whoever looks at it can see what it means plainly in the sense that like whatever it is that I I am to do make it plain make it simple don't try to complicate it so that when the world looks at it the world can see Christ like you know we're people who are I would say creative and even if you're not like somebody who's super creative but you're doing something whatever you're doing Mm-hmm. Make it simple and make it plain yeah. so that whoever looks can see Christ in it. And the world has played a part in that because it always reminds me that, like, I think back to this vision God gave me when I was 17. That even Maria reminded me of this year. Um, and Trying it's like, which <laughs> and it's like God continuously telling me, like, what I want you to do is not for you to just serve inside the church or serve just people who already know me. I want you to serve the world that doesn't know me. Mm-hmm. So I'm constantly like trying to refine and like get it together, like get it out get out of my head 
so that I can unbury those gifts because I'm not dead yet, you mm -hmm. know? I'll only be dead when God decides, okay, it's, pack up your bags, you know? You're only taking your soul, nothing else. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> and it, I continue to have to remind myself, yes, there's so much that goes on into the world. And we can see, like, people always say, look, oh, the world is so saturated. But no, really, like, make it plain. Mm -hmm. You know, make the vision plain so that when people look at you, they can see me. Make it plain the way that you love in the simple things, you know. Mm -hmm. Service to someone can be simply you taking five minutes and, like, helping them with something simple. Mm -hmm. Paying $3 for somebody that is running short on money. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> and just, like, making it plain how you show the love of Christ mm -hmm. to others. That's how the world has impacted like you know that's so far from yeah me. that's really good wow so we hope you enjoyed this episode of worthy inch honestly it was a pleasure talking to you guys again y'all look so beautiful by the way so i was looking at you know, i look at, i'm over here just like einstein here i redid my hair because it was dry i said mm -mm. I'm not coming out oh, like that, that anymore. So I just, I redid it. So. I just washed my hair this morning and was late for church. Uh, you still got there, though. Yeah, that's, the, that's what matters. When I got out of the shower, I turned on YouTube and the service was starting. I was like, Lord Jesus, if I can make it out the house in two songs. <laughs> I, I made it. I, I made, made it right in the testimony. The testimony that Emily was giving, I made it. Back. I made it out like I got to church at like at the, <laughs> the end, end of the testimony. So, so you got there not long before me, and the door was locked. I texted Ken like, "Can you buy?" I said, "Can you buy the door?" And he's like, he never responded. But I meant like open the door, and then someone opened the door for me. This man, because I parked my car next to her. I was like, I'm gonna park my my little Toyota next to her Toyota. Oh my gosh, no. I get there and I sit next to her. I, I don't think the old Maria got here a long time ago. Maybe like three minutes before. Because the, the testimony was a bit extensive. but No, like, I, I got it right right in the beginning. She was talking for like 10 minutes, so. It was a, it was a good testimony. It was a good testimony, but. Wait, what are we doing? The outro, right? Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. We're saying bye. Well, um, thanks for listening. Um, leave us some comments. Repost yeah. us if you found this message encouraging. Um, share with a friend, yeah. and see you next time. Bye. Bye.